1: Welcome to Lost in America, episode 126. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Twitter and we're on Instagram. Where are we, Cap? Same thing. Cap in America. We're Lost in America. And you're Turner Sparks. I'm Turner Sparks. We're blowing up over there. You know what we're promoting. Yes. Our live podcast tonight. Tonight. This very evening. Tonight at Stand Up New York in New York City in Manhattan's Upper West Side. Ooh la la. I will be there. You will be there. Naveed maboob will be there. The Bangladesh uh, David Letterman, they call him. <laughs> That's what they call him. We have he Joe will be there. Schaefer will be there. Paul Mercurio. What do they the call media. Joe Schaefer? The American... Uh, uh Tom Snyder. Yeah, they, they do. They call him the <laughs> Bay Ridge Tom Snyder. Bay Ridge Tom Snyder. And uh Jared Fried might be there. We will might see. We will he's, see. Uh, he's trying to make he's it. in traffic, but he's gonna try. He's running from another show, but on the podcast right now, we have Lenore Skenazy Crazy Skenazy Crazy Skineese. <laughs> that's, that's how she references herself. She's joining us. Uh, Lenore Skenazy is the founder of Freerangekids.com. And let go or let let's grow. Let's grow. Kids.com. Let's grow. Not kids. Let's grow.com dot com. She's a founder of she's a free range parent. She's a founder of the free range parent movement. Capital, yes, which I which I've I've on this podcast. I've talked about how I've taken the kids to the governor's island junkyard playground and I've lost my kids. And I've done a lot of things that are free rangey. I think. Yes. And, you know, so I'm trying to find out if I'm a free range parent. She's going to fill us in, explain it. So it's the so, opposite. From what I can tell, it's the opposite of being a helicopter. The parent. opposite. I'm Helicop- definitely not a helicopter parent. Definitely- I don't have the. It, it's a lot of work. I'm not. I'm not going to work hard enough to be a helicopter parent. Now the whole question is: Are you free range or are you lazy? That's what we're going to find out too. That's what we're going to find out. It's exciting. So before all that, Kaplan, I got. I got news. What's your news? I my podcast. My podcast episode uh, dropped on the house. Of Pod, a medical podcast. What's that? I one of my many. I'm doing like the the tour of the heart attack tour. Oh, you're on a junket. I'm on the junket. Yes. <laughs> so, so I got interviewed about a month ago, but it's finally out. To wherever podcasts are, they take a month to. End. They go listen, but they you know if you listen to it and right in the beginning something. Uh, that I want to bring this up. Maybe we have to have blue shirt on. They have a disclaimer because it's a medical podcast. If so they're all doctors, it's a weekly podcast, and it says that you can't take any of their medical advice. Did you go? You blue? seek a doctor. And I'm wondering, should we be doing that with all these episodes that I'm giving people, telling them about heart attacks? No. On? Are we okay? Yeah, <laughs> we're experts. I'm an expert. Okay, you I just can take sure... our advice. I just want to make sure we don't get sued. Don't listen to don't... these doctors; they're prescribing all kinds of meds. So they're do... in bed with uh, Big Pharma. We're not in bed with Big Pharma. We're not in bed with anybody. We're... Nobody owns us except Amazon. Is great. Amazon is great. Love Amazon. Work with them, but they don't own us. They don't own us. They're... Okay, so d- no disclaimer. Listen to everything I say about yes. heart attacks, and Turner says about yeah, we're gospel. Exactly. All right. I'm glad it's Wait, out of the what's way. what's this other podcast called? The House of Pod. The House of Pod? Yeah. They. Wow, that's a great name. The House of Pod. <laughs> <laughs> it, made you doubt, it made me doubt it. I was like. That's a great name. Yeah, isn't it? We should come with that. It doesn't have anything to do with medical, though. Well, then it says a medical podcast. Oh. And then, yeah, so that's that's the name. All right, right, we'll listen to one on L- that. Listen to that. After you listen to us, after you are the live show, listen to that. Yes, and, and the live show. Oh, so last thing, if you're listening and that you're like, oh, I want to come to the live show tonight, in the liner notes of this episode, in the description of this episode, on your phone, we will have a link to the show tonight for tickets. So click that link, put in. When you check out at Stand Up New York's website, uh, put in the promo code L O S T to get a five dollar discount on each and every ticket you yeah. buy. Yeah, and if the, the event might be sold out by, if you waited this long, but I think if you try it, it probably a few tickets left. Tell so them you know us. Tell them you know us, and uh, you'll, you'll get in. We'll, we'll sneak you in. And Amazon. Speaking of Amazon, Kaplan, we still have had zero dollars this month on Amazon. I don't now. I think it might be a conspiracy. I think Amazon might be screwing. Right. Because I know I've bought things on Amazon. So if we have zero dollars, I, I can the listeners maybe. Contact us and tell us if they bought things because we, we need to get our money. You we, guys, contact us. Contact me. Contact us on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Twitter's okay. the best place. Or, or, or ends. Just find me at what? Turner at KungFuComedy.com. I'll throw my website out there. Who, yeah. I mean, my email address. Contact us there and tell us if you bought stuff in the past – Month, excuse me, because we're wondering if we're we caught haven't got out. We have our money, and I might have to go burst into Bezos' office. Well, he got divorced, and he, and yeah, hang him out the window with it by his feet or something and yeah. threaten him, vanilla ice him, yeah, because <laughs> half his money's gone, right? Well, well, that's not our problem. It's like you I know, know, but he no, might be taking it out of our pocket. If you owe the mob money and you get divorced, the mob doesn't say, Okay, you give him pay me half. So, we're the mob? the mob says the cut comes out of yes, yeah, it comes out of your end. So, yeah, you, know, you figure it out. We're the mob in this scenario, Mrs. Yes. Ex Bezos, uh, yeah. So, did you hear that she's the fourth richest woman in the world now after the divorce? Who are the top three? The Walmart kids or something. I don't know. Alice Walton, shout out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All of them. So, anyway, that's it. Randy Kaplan is up there. She's getting there. (laughs) Well, if we get more Amazon, she needs some Amazon money. Cap, should we get to Lost in America? Sure. Play the music. Play the music. Right, we're back, Kaplan. You are lost in America this week. What's up? Yeah, so I was watching, uh, there's a special on Netflix I was watching last night. Uh, with It's like a mini-series about the planet, Our Planet, I think it's called. It really, they, my, my kids were watching a cartoon, and all of a sudden it uh, ended, and it just segued to this Our Planet. Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's really sneaking it in. That's how you get to watch things. And it's a beautifully shot 4K, like, every, it goes around the world. You see animals, birds, penguins. It's beautiful. And the kids were into it. Teddy was into it. Sitting on the couch watching them. And then I realized they had an ulterior agenda. A liberal agenda. Uh oh! <laughs> all of a sudden, they get in, all these penguins, and they're in Antarctica, and they start showing footage of the of the things melting. the, the glaciers are melting, the ice caps are melting, and they start explaining, you know, how this is going to cause the problems. It's going to cause, and Teddy starts getting oh all worried. Oh no, the penguins are going to die. Oh no, the you know what's going to happen to the fish. Oh no, and it's like, I'm. This is my thing. He's six years old, right? Yeah. I can they give for starters? Can they give me a disclaimer? Are they gonna? I thought this was wholesome entertainment. Like there's violence, there's nudity. Too real. Now it's too real. I gotta wear, I gotta be political. I gotta worry my kid about. Cause what's he gonna do about it? Like he's probably screwed, as we know. Wait, the problem is that you. What is the problem? You don't want your kids watching. Uh, the... Well, what am I supposed to explain global warming to them? Like what is oh. the... Because this actually ha- a while ago there was like a rainstorm. It rained really hard. Uh, Teddy was at tennis and it started raining. It was a really hard rain, and I, I he had to run in, and he's like, oh, my friend Gabriel says that that rain, it was like almost like a hurricane kind of thing, or like it wasn't, but he's like, my friend Gabriel said it's going to flood because the earth's getting warmer. Is it going to flood? Because we live really close to the water. He said that our area is going to flood all the time whenever it rains like that. And now he's all nervous. He's probably right. He's probably right. No. Yeah, you guys are definitely in the danger zone. You live right on the water. We oh, do, though. That's yeah. you blame it with it. The, they're they're building things all on the water, even though we know that the world world's getting warmer. So yeah. blame it on. Uh, yeah, the, you the, got to head, the, head the, for the hills, everybody, <laughs> so, including Teddy Kaplan. But uh, your question is, what's the proper age to tell? What a do we need about to worry them about? Like, it, why do we need to worry them with this nonsense? What is he going to do about it? He's not going to do <laughs> anything. I mean, was he going to maybe plant a tree? Yeah, <laughs> Earth Day. I mean, we used to have Earth Day, and now it's like Earth Minute, or yeah. Earth Hour, which is more, because ha- kids don't have attention spans anymore, so Earth Hour is better than Earth Day. They can't concentrate on the Earth for a whole day. Yeah, like, you're not going to worry a six-year-old with like, oh, I mean, maybe I should start doing this, like, start eating better, because like, your dad had a heart attack? But yeah. you wouldn't say that to him, right? Nothing you can do about it. You're either going to be a fat slob one day or not, but at six years old, nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, so you can teach Wait, half- is that true? I don't know. You don't tell kids about health? Well, you, tell them, you tell them about health, but you don't tell them the ultimate consequences. Like, you're going to die. Oh, like, I want you, you eat healthy. Like, you tell them, good for the environment. I think I could be, like, good for the environment. You recycle. You don't want to don't tell them the whole the ice caps are melting, and now Teddy's and now we're gonna flood wh- and worried all day, and that the penguins are all gonna die. Yeah, right. Am I wrong here, or am I? What should I be doing? What do you think? You're 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 very keen to these uh, sure. environmental I'm issues. Sure, I'm in tune. <laughs> I'm in tune with the environment. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Teddy doesn't need to know. The I think maybe like, hey, um, throw your trash away, or it's uh, like a good citizen thing. Yeah, yeah, good citizen thing to clean up your neighborhood around you. I don't think watching a Netflix documentary <laughs> about the end of the world <laughs> is the best possible idea. Plus, what do they know, you know? How does Netflix have all the answers? We trusted the Mayans in 2012, and then they were wrong. That's the Netflix fault. People trust cults yeah. all the time. They're wrong, you know? You t- uh, drink the Kool-Aid and put on the, the Nikes or whatever. Yeah, because he's like smart kid, and he starts asking me questions, and he starts, you know, he's like, uh, he's get get, he goes from one to the other, and he sounds like, uh, you know, in Nanny Hall, when he's like, the universe is expanding, yeah like he's having that kind of those kind of conversations neurotic with me about, a neurotic he, child He's very worried he's like, what's the point? He's like everything's gonna be everything you know all the animals are gonna die and then and now it's like i've he's ruined. Yeah, I think fucking, it's over for that's your. That's why kids. I support Amazon and Netflix. But <laughs> this is why free. This is why you can't watch your kids at all times, which we're going to talk about later. Because what happens? They just watch Netflix, and then they find out the world's going to end soon. Right. And so is if I'm not also, watching them, I won't hear them having this conversation. Here's the other thing: Is it really? Is the world really going to end soon, or is? Can is it going to make it through his life, or is? I guess AOC says no. Well, she they says, they say twelve years, as which long is as what we, I, unless I unless we outlaw airplanes. Right. So should I start fine. telling him that that. Every time he flies a plane. Like, he, he wants to go to – I could turn this around. The yeah. kids keep saying, when are we going to Disney World again? When are we going to Disney World? Can't go. I could say, if we all go to Disney World, we're flying on a plane. You know how many emissions are going to all those rides at Disney World? Mickey is it? That's going to speed up. Mickey killed up. a penguin today. That's going to speed up the death of the penguins. Right, so I could use that to not go on vacation. That's a positive. New, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to give you a positive. This is spin. how we'll spin it. You know, yeah. Now, instead, you, when you're poor and you can't go away, you could turn it. Instead of, you don't want your kids to know you're poor? Staycation. Do you have money? Staycation. We're better for the planet. Yes. Be a super smug. Yeah. I like it. Done. I, right. Problem solved. That's why I like Lost in America. Fig- when I have a, a really important problem, we solve it like we that. Figure Snap it the out. Fingers. Yes. Wrap it up. Int is an app. Kaplan. Speaking of solving problems, you can get in the app stores with the five-minute audio recordings. It's great. You can follow us there. You can follow me. I'm at Turner Sparks. We're at Lost in America. I'm also a Cap in America. Also a Cap in America. Get on there. Get Int. E N S E dot N Y C. That's it. You can enter. You can enter your if you're using Amazon. You can enter any questions. You know, answer anything you want. We will play it if you hit us up. We'll literally play anything. Did you hear last week's episode? <laughs> yeah, we'll play anything. That made no sense, but we played it because it's our contract. Cap, <laughs> should we get to our guest, Lenore Scanazzi? Let's get her on the phone. <laughs> All right, we're back. Lenore Skenazy, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Thanks. Lenore Skenazy of uh, freerangekids.com. And Let Grow. Let
0: Grow is my new nonprofit. Not even that new anymore. Um, but Let Grow is the nonprofit that grew out of Free Range Kids. And our slogan at the moment is uh, future proofing our kids and our country.
1: Future proofing. So what does that yeah, mean? Explain yeah. that to her. Well, wait. Let's
0: you start. Know, let's... <laughs> all right, go. You, you ask me.
1: Let's start out Turn with free... Free. Let's start out with what came first, and why, and what what's this movement all about?
0: Okay, so free range kids um, is, I guess, the the egg to the chicken, and that began many years ago, eleven years ago now, when my husband and I let our nine year old son take the subway by himself. I wrote a column about it in the New York Sun. Uh, and two days later, I was on the Today Show, MSNBC, Fox News, and NPR, showing sort of a gamut of <laughs> interest, um, explaining that I, I love my son. I just uh, thought that he could do something on his own. And that sparked such a blowback uh, that I started the blog, Free Range Kids, that weekend to say, look, I'm, I, I believe in safety. I believe in helmets and car seats and seat belts and mouth guards, you name it. I just don't think uh, our kids need a security detail every time they leave the house. And so, for 10 years, I went around. I wrote a book, Free Range Kids, and I wrote the blog. And and I, I noticed, you know, people would nod along. I mean, I would talk about how the crime rate today is back to what it was in 1963, which, if it weren't the president, was you know pretty safe time. And Uh, You know, kids are not suddenly... (laughs)
1: That's a good line.
0: A little uh, little applause. yeah. And it's not like, you know, evolution took a new turn and suddenly this generation of kids is like, you know, too dumb to do anything we did or too uh, inept. And so what happened that we are so so obsessed with the dangers that could happen to kids doing anything, and by dangers I mean that they could be kidnapped, raped, or eaten, or... Not get into Harvard. <laughs> Either way, it looms so large that um, not just parents, but society at large isn't willing to give them any free time when they might be wasting time or they might get hurt or they might not be, you know, getting ahead at quite that clip. And so, anyways, everybody nods along, but nothing changes. Nothing, you know, people don't go home and start letting their kids play outside or, or give them free time so they can just. You know, read a book or draw or play Fortnite. It's all very concentrated. And so along come um, some wonderful people, Jonathan Haidt, who wrote The Coddling of the American Mind, and Dan Schuchman, who used to be head of FIRE, uh, the chairman of FIRE, which is the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education. They fight for free speech on campus. And they said that there's something that they're noticing with uh, young people on campus and beyond um, being uh, a little fragile, um, you know, conflating if I feel... Discomfort no, I haven't heard that. <laughs> yeah, I know. This, this is all very new. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, it's not just on campus. It's there's, there's these spiking anxiety rates among children. I was just reading a statistic today that was just so disheartening. I don't even want to talk about it, but it had to do with child suicide. So anyways, they say, look, it's, something is happening with younger kids. It's not just suddenly people get 18 and start feeling anxious, there's there's something in society that seems to be undermining kids' you know, confidence and competence and capability and optimism and can-do spirit. And um, they saw that I was trying to, to, to fight that tendency. And so they said, let's form uh, a nonprofit together. And I said, okay, but let's also bring in Dr. Peter Wait,
1: why? What? The gang. It's like Ocean's 12. <laughs> Uh, Everyone's got it. Can I wait? Can I stop you for a second? So, uh, yeah, you can. this all started because your son took the subway by himself. Is that right? Or the bus? Yeah, subway.
0: That's so weird. Yeah. I know. Sometimes so, just re- here, I just want to say, wow.
1: <laughs> I take the subway every day. I see kids on the subway every day. Yeah, but not by themselves. <laughs> yeah, you, good. Well, with you? other no, kids, no. maybe. <laughs> you do? No, it is yeah, fun. they're selling, at other selling kids? candy. And- Oh, there's kids. always kids on the subway by themselves. Yeah, but I don't think...
0: There is, and there always have been, yes. But there I, have I, been. I, I'd say there's... You know, I, I think there might be fewer today because it has become... Um, because parents are with their kids more, and, and the idea of letting your kids out of your sight has become less of a norm, um, but... There's so you
1: know it doesn't mean that there's no kids on the subway. Yeah, I have a I have clearly, a seven. I have a, writing
0: a, about it threw people off.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kaplan <laughs> has two kids. I have a child who's almost seven, and he's very good mm-hmm. with direction. And yeah, and I agree with a lot of what you're saying. You know, I don't know if I can imagine two years just saying get on the subway by yourself. But also Kaplan lost him on on a Halloween one year because he was wearing a mask and he ran into a crowd and then he couldn't find him. I did lose him for about fifteen minutes at a halt. Hol- <laughs> yeah, so, but I guess yeah, that was good for him though, right?
0: for a second because what's what's interesting about that is we've all, you know, lost track of our kids at some point and gone almost crazy. I mean, I remember, you know, I couldn't find one of my kids on 34th Street once and it was just horrible and I was screaming, like screaming like a crazy person because I was going crazy. Um, But one time on my blog, I asked people to tell me these stories. Everyone had a story of somehow at some point not being able to find their kid and it was awful but it was not um it wasn't ultimately the end it was it was a horrible moment or or half hour or however long it was but nowadays that's used as an excuse it's like see you never want that to happen because think of all the bad things could happen and basically all the people wrote to me and said it was awful, but nothing bad did happen. And Builds I am going to ask you, what, so you found your kid again. What happened after the Yeah, his, the kid's,
1: his kid's still alive. He's still alive, and it's a bad of Yeah, but you feel this anxiety as a parent that the other parents who are, know that you're looking, you lost your kid, that they're looking down on you, right. you're a failure. They've right. never lost their kid. So it's, you know. Well, you, first
0: of all, yes, they have. Oh, well, I don't tell you Of they, they have. That. You know, here's, here's a guy. Let me tell you a story about a guy in England. So he was at the pub with his wife and his kid, and, um, then they left and the wife went off in one car and the husband went off in another car and their kid who was eight years old at the time came out of the bathroom and said, uh, <laughs> Wait,
1: this happened to me <laughs>
0: everyone. Right, 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 kid, when I was a, a
1: kid, was this the plot of home okay. alone? <laughs> My parents left me at a <laughs> construction pl- site <laughs> <Really>? in Northern <laughs> California, in the woods. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it, it very was a construction fun. site construction for our new house, but and you, still a construction and site. you found wow. your way home? I ran, I tried to run to my grandma's house, which was like five miles away, and I got like Mm -hmm. two miles away, and then my parents drove, I saw them, they like drove back, but they took two separate cars, exactly like the kid in the pub. What happened in England, the guys, what happened to them?
0: I I want to tell you who the kid in the pub's dad was. His dad was the prime minister. <laughs> it was Tony Blair. Oh, yeah.
1: Tony Blair, uh, terrible parent. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my like dad. Worst starter.
0: <laughs> the point is that it, it happens to everyone, and to use that as an excuse for that's why we should never let our kids out of our sight is to say that because things can't be perfect, we should never let our kids do anything on their own anymore. And I'm just trying to remind people that things have never been perfect. And we can't expect them to be perfect, and in fact, the fact that life isn't perfect gives us some stories, some memories, teaches us some lessons, but it's it's not the end of the world, and, and yet, you know, people say, see, that's why we can never let them out of our sight. No, that's just what it means to be a parent, not every moment. Is going to feel great,
1: and I would say it's even. I mean, I have no stats to back this up, but when I grew up in the '80s, I grew up in Northern California, yep. and there were serial yep. killers everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, like the the Unabomber, <laughs> the, how the night No stats the, to show that there were <laughs> that there were. Serial
0: killers everywhere.
1: They were hmm. everywhere. Okay. They were on uh, Unsolved Mysteries. There was like the Night Stalker, which right. now they're finding right. them all. in yeah. New York. I mean, New York was like not even close. They were close, on Law and so
0: Order. They were on Law yeah. and
1: Order. Uh, yeah. They were
0: on CSI. They were everywhere. And my
1: parents oh, yeah. would leave me. <laughs> I mean, I think they would leave us with the babysitter, but it's not like the babysitter knew uh, high-level defense you yeah. Know? Right. What's a what's a 16-year-old yeah. girl gonna do? Didn't care.
0: They obviously didn't care whether you lived or died. Exactly. Clearly. They Just left with a babysitter. I have a who question. we really to defend you against the newsie.
1: I'm a parent, as we've discussed. I have got two. And, you know, my kids, mm-hmm. they kind of run rub over me. So, like, I know I'm mm-hmm. not going to succeed as disciplinarian, so I'm going to try to succeed somewhere else. So maybe I'll succeed. I'll raise them better by being more free range and more. they can become more independent. That'll be their advantage on other kids. So I want to, like, yeah. I, I want to achieve. it. Yeah. So, so, but what's, like, with going outside and, like, you know, you say kids don't go out. You mean they don't go out by themselves anymore. But is that because I have to partly think that's mm-hmm. because kids don't want to go outside. Like, my kids, it's like well, to get the... To get them to go out, it's like i got to literally drag them outside. They want to play video games and watch TV. So do you think the parents don't let the kids out? Is that the, what the well, main issue is? It's,
0: it's, it's, a, you know, it's one of those little infinity loops. It's sort of everything goes back and forth on its own. Uh, one of the things about video games is that they're fun, and it's something you can do, and you can do it with friends. And if you go outside now and you're in many a neighborhood across America – there's you go to the park and there's no one to play with or there's all these little kids with their parents or babysitters, but there's nobody your age because nobody else is going out. So you go back home and there's your friends. They're on Fortnite or whatever. Yeah, so, but the,
1: the internet these, Well, I think this is a big not the Well I think point. this is also a, my personal experience is this is a bigger problem in the suburbs because we live in the city and outside mm-hmm. outside um our apartment there's like playgrounds and there's fields and there's tons of kids outside. Um, mm-hmm. I think the issue is that they're, they're at a crazy age when they're not, they're like, their parents are like right on top of them, but they are outside. But then you go to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Like, I go where I grew up. I remember we used to ride bikes. I used to do all sorts of things by mm-hmm. myself. And I don't see mm-hmm. anyone outside. It's like a ghost town. Like, no well, one's you know The playgrounds are empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so is that a, is that a um, that. city versus rural issue, or is it the same everywhere in the United States?
0: Um, I can't say. What I hear a lot is that um, what you've just said before, that in a way— Kids are not going outside because they've sort of lost the um, the habit of being able to go outside, find some friends, whether it's their age or a gaggle of kids of mixed age, and know how to organize something without it being organized for them. I'm I'm not. Sure. I mean, this happened with my own kids too. I was very sad that I wasn't sure that my kids themselves could go outside and organize a game of touch football or capture the flag because you know, we too had sent them to Little League and soccer practice and this practice right. and that practice. Right, everything's organized. While you... Yeah, so everything's organized, so you're learning the only things you're left to be taught, which is how to kick the ball or how to hit the ball, but you aren't learning how to make a team, how to decide, you know, where are the bases, to, is it in or out.
1: We used to throw rocks at each other by the by the <laughs> creek. Up, Really? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's uh, – I noticed this because I... And everyone's still alive, by the way. Everyone's still alive. A few <laughs> eyes are missing, but... Yeah, I noticed what you're saying because I used to play, like... I used to go up by myself at, like, six, seven, eight years old, and I played tackle football, you know, and now with, like, mm-hmm. older kids, mixed kids. And now mm-hmm. my son will play football and baseball and soccer with friends in the park, but oftentimes there's a parent who's involved in, like, pitching. Really? Or All-time like, quarterback? Or, like, all ta- I'll be... A, yeah, and, and the kids have trouble, I feel like, getting the... Um, the rules express to each other and they all start crying it's like I feel mm-hmm. like you almost need referee. They, they need all a referee start crying <laughs> or like and then so right. I'm, I'm trying to be for range I let them play tackle football I'm just like anything goes so just Len- go nuts Lenore, I don't have any kids I can't yeah. tell if Kaplan's making all this up <laughs> or, can you back him up on any of this because I'm
0: backing him up and I, I got something to say about the the crying and the kids having trouble making rules One is I think that they aren't used to making rules because right. everything is so prescribed for them mm. that they are told what to do and basically after school sports end up really being more school. You just happen to be learning, you know, how to hit a ball, but somebody's telling you where to go and when
1: Exactly. You know, when the
0: game starts and ends and who brings the snack. But the other thing is that when we're with our kids, we are going to see them doing all this stuff that seems somewhere between frustrating and horrible, which is they're screaming at each other, trying to make the rules and somebody's stamping his foot and somebody feels left out. And, you know one of the reasons we feel as parents we have to be there so much is we are there so much that we watch the horrible mess that that is coming to consensus that is making something happen but in fact that is what kids are supposed to do yeah. they're supposed to be frustrated and annoyed and have to figure out how to get your way but have you know, but be nice enough so that other people will still play with you. And all that is called becoming a functioning human being. And when we watch it, it looks so messy and so upsetting. And is he hurt? Are his feelings hurt? Is he being bullied? Is that, you know, really, is he getting his turn that we're there? And we we want to dive in to make it more efficient and fair, but that's what they have to figure out. That's why play looks like, to, to us, it looks like, just a disaster.
1: And that's what's tricky because I kind of, I get what you're saying and I like to like let them play it out and figure it out on their own. And there are, but there's like other parents, you, you always get nervous. Like if some other parents watching and they're like, they're going to, they're going to jump in. And so it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like you're almost saying it's almost better to be like the absentee parent who's like on their phone, ignoring everything. <laughs> that, will that make me better? I, I, think,
0: I think that here's what we propose. Um, so let Grow has two basic ideas or initiatives that we think are really simple and really help press the reset button on a culture that's sort of gone um, overboard in terms of adult intervention, as if all kids need us all the time. And so one idea, and this is Dr. Peter Gray, who we love, who's uh, a uh, (laughs) free to learn. He's he's so great. Yeah. Okay. So um, his idea was keep the schools open after school for free play. And so you have a place that all the kids already are, right? And a certain percent of them stay there. They're mixed ages so that kids learn how to, you know, that's how you learn empathy. The older kids are nicer, you know, sort of have to deal with the younger kids and vice versa. The younger kids want to look kind of, you know, mature and not like babies to the older kids. So you have a bunch of kids there of mixed ages. They're in a place that's safe. Um, that at least was safe for the first six hours of the day. It's probably safe for the next three hours of the day. There's an adult on premises in case something goes terribly awry. But they aren't organizing the games. They are, mer- you know, they're handing out, you know, hula hoops and balls and, uh, you know, just junk that kids can play with. And then um, the kids are off their devices <laughs> for those three hours. Oh, so I see.
1: That's a long. So it seems I...
0: like a a win-win-win-win-win, and all you have to do is pay for. Somebody to be there watching but not intervening. Like he should so, be there
1: on his in, on the reading the newspaper, not really paying attention. Be there on their phone, be, right, right, yeah. right. Kaplan, that's <laughs> that's like a great job for <laughs> me. I can Le- do that. Lenore, I'm a stand-up comedian, and there are a lot of comedians in New York City who don't make enough money to truly be comedians. Yeah. Any day go. jobs, right, right, right. This Crazy. is great, Joe for them. Schaefer.
0: <laughs> yeah, Joe Schaefer. Right, they could be in the corner just practicing their routine, <laughs> yeah. you know, or being sullen, just <laughs> and scrolling, scrolling Instagram when yep. they're not on stage. And then the kids just go and play.
1: I like the idea though of this after school it almost sounds like a fight club could break out like the kids just settle on their own and just i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find that because after school activities are very stressful as you know if, as a working parent you just they need to do something but all these things are so structured i know it's like it's not free right.
0: That's, yeah it's not free but it's close to free i mean really there already is a school that exists and you know if they have any space uh, you know uh, most schools have some space
1: Well, another question is, is this a uniquely American thing? I used to live in in China, and I know that's, like, the most – I was there for 12 years, and that's the most, like – Oh,
0: my God.
1: I taught English for a short part of time to kids while I was there, and those parents are on Mm -hmm. them because it's one kid and then Mm -hmm. two parents, and then those two parents are also single child, so four grandparents. So it's six people watching one kid. And I noticed that when I – I taught all age – well, like kindergarten through high school, and in kindergarten Mm – and first, second grade, they'd be really creative, and then by like sixth grade, they were yeah. way less creative than they than they were yeah. as little kids.
0: Yeah, and I wonder—is this well, hurting that, creativity? That a, yes, I think so. I mean, there's actually um, once again, Peter Gray cites actual studies of this. There, there's some way you can measure creativity, and it sounds strange, but it's true. And creativity levels in America have been going down, but it certainly doesn't surprise me in China because there's such an emphasis on book learning and on passing the test at the end of high school on which your entire career and frankly your parents social security depends on because that's how you'll get into the good school or not so we had a chinese exchange student live with us for a year um it was a strange year but he told me what happened
1: (laughs) why was it a strange (laughs) year
0: um because he um he considered it a year off and just didn't want to do anything and i think he'd been run so ragged by the first you know he's now he's free range.
1: <laughs> he just wanted to hang he, out he play Fortnite, range, but
0: he didn't even range i mean that was what was he interesting range. he was in new york city and he stayed um basically in the bedroom playing video games uh, and it was, American hard, dream. I mean, it was hard <laughs> to get him interested in exploring you know look you can't why not you come to america you can explore you can meet people we had a, another exchange student that same year who was doing all this stuff. Anyways, what I wanted to say is that he said that at the end of the test, when, when when the school year is over, the students celebrate by taking their textbooks and tearing them into confetti-sized pieces yeah. and throwing them into the courtyard, which to me suggests that they're not really excited about anything they <laughs> learned.
1: They're not excited <laughs> about... They're destroying <laughs> books.
0: They're destroying it. They hate... They hated their education.
1: Yeah. It was all memorization from what I remember. Yes. Mm. So, so So that doesn't
0: strike me as a real, you know, happy go lucky society. But of course that was just one out of literally 1.2 billion kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so, so you think the whole world's kind of moving in this direction in the wrong direction?
0: Um, do I think the whole world, I don't know about the whole world. I can tell you that the English speaking countries, which are the people who correspond with me because I'm American and that's all I speak. Um, You know, in Australia, they're taking down you know the jungle gyms, and in England, they you know they're worried that parents can't take any pictures at any uh, school functions because what if some they it's always vague, but what if quote unquote something bad happens with one of the pictures? Yeah, people are very sensitive about it in America. General terror. Really,
1: it's like you can't take a group shot with other kids in it, like Native Americans. Is it (laughs) exactly? So that's that's. But not
0: because you're stealing your soul. It's because uh, you know somehow uh, there was a really weird story in England where a, a principal or a headmaster at a school gave each child their yearbook and. Each kid's picture in the yearbook, like if it was Susie's picture, Susie's got the book, and her picture was fine. But every other child had a magic marker, black mark across their eyes, so nobody would use their picture and paste it on the face, uh, paste this face on some other body and and sell it as child. It was just such a weird, weird, weird story. That's um, weirder than blackface.
1: So it's overkill. There's a a lot of overkill. Is there overkill of... Because in America we're having this problem, where like if you leave your kiddo alone for like a second, then someone calls the police or mm-hmm. you let them walk, is that right. is that that's a problem in Australia and England and other countries?
0: Yeah, Australia they get down on you if you left the kid. You're not allowed to go pay for your petrol while <laughs> while the kid is waiting in the car. So, Ooh, so I
1: do that. You might I, l- write, I let him in the car and I go.
0: It's petrol. Um, so last year Utah passed the first free range parenting bill, Ooh. which says that it's not neglect if you let your kid. Um, play outside, walk home from school, (laughs) wait briefly in a car. Of course it's not. And it really, it it shouldn't be. And it it really, I don't even think it was beforehand, but if there's a chilling effect that you do hear about the stories of people being arrested, and you do know that sometimes, you know, everybody's got a phone, which means that everybody can complain about everybody else, everybody except the kids under eighth grade. And so um, you don't, you, you just want to know that you're allowed to make parenting decisions that are, Rational and that makes sense for your family and that aren't insane without somebody second guessing you and opening a, an investigation yeah. into your family. Please have do. you
1: faced Have you faced any blowback because of all this? All these views and the movement.
0: <laughs> you kidding? Yeah, You're kidding. And I, who, uh,
1: is it partisan? Is yeah, it like no, the left or the right? Or is it? Is this no, a nonpartisan no, disagreement? This is all middle. It's so <laughs>
0: nonpartisan. That's what's kind of exciting. Yeah, is that like wow? This is something that is not. A political issue this is do we think that you know parents have a right to decide when they want to give their kids some independence and do we think that kids have a right to some you know some modicum of autonomy that not every single second has to be you know watched and taught and held you know it's
1: right. so who's uh who are the people that are against you
0: Um, more random people than a group of people. It's people who really believe that somehow I don't care about children's safety and that I don't care if um, children are hurt, which is a weird thing to think about anybody like, Oh yeah, I don't care if kids die. It's a strange, strange persona that they would think exists. Um, You know, so people write and say, I think it's people who are fearful and you know, it's almost like we used to blame, this is, this is a tortured analogy, but we used to blame rape victims by saying, oh, well, it's her fault. She wore a skirt that was too short, or she was coming home too late, or she walked through the wrong neighborhood, and gradually we realized that's crazy. Nobody actually is trying to get raped. But now we don't blame the victim anymore. But we've, we started blaming another kind of victim, which is we blame the parents where anything extremely untoward that nobody wanted to happen happens to their kids. Think of when that lady's kid fell into the gorilla cage at the zoo Yes. a, a couple of years ago. I mean, people were saying she should have known. And I never take my eyes off my kids. And you know, uh, everybody knows that this is a danger. And it's like, if it's, if everybody knows that it's a danger to go to the zoo, no one would go to the zoo. Right. And,
1: you <laughs> right? Can't, it, well, and
0: if it was really, if it was really dangerous, it would have happened time and again. It was so odd that we're all talking about this one incident because we all know it because it doesn't happen <laughs> very right. often. And so, but people screamed at her. And, and so the people who believe that parents, that, that any human being has total control, and, and they like to believe that for the same reason we like to think that it was the, the rape victim was because of her fault and I have more control and it would never happen to me. People who want to think that we can control every. Every, everything, let's just end there, everything, period, are mad at me for saying, you know, we can't. We'd like to, we can't. At some point, we have to go with the odds and recognize that we're not perfect. The world isn't perfect. Um, if something bad happens to some child, it's usually because of bad luck, not because of bad parenting, and I'm not going to jump on them. And it's the people who do want to jump on them who hate me, too.
1: So, yeah, well, my last thing I wanted to bring up uh, before we let you go is um, what, are, what about, like, disciplining kids? Like, where does, is it like a free range? Because oh I'm, cause I'm my, a disaster with discipline, subject. so I'm looking for a mantra that will work. Because so, in my I head am. I'm thinking, like, if free range, you're kind of, like, old school mm-hmm. in a way, but, like, then, that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? What, how, do I, how do I get my kids in line without being, uh, you know? Good luck. You know, Good luck. Because um, <laughs> my kids it's are animals. Not my
0: forte. Oh, okay. um, oh, you know, free range let grow does not mean no rules.
1: Okay. Just so we still means have rules.
0: More trusting of your kids, and frankly, they can earn your trust. You know, the more they come home when they say they're supposed to come. Oh, you know, when you've agreed on them coming home, or they come back to the place in the mall that you said let's meet at. The more freedom that you give them, but I don't have any idea what makes for you know, a correct punishment or or this or that. And and, and frankly, I was not I was gonna, good at it with my own kids. I was going like, to workshop it like me. a tweet. Olivia,
1: <laughs> I'm going to give you an example. No? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Lenore. Uh, how do people find you? I know we mentioned the website, but what else? What, uh, how, how do they follow you?
0: Find me at letgrow.org. And um, I just wanted to say the one other idea that we have besides the Let Grow Play Club is the Let Grow Project, because we are now trying to get that name out there, Let Grow. Not let it grow, not let's go, not let them go. It's let grow, (laughs) grow. L-E-T-G-R-O-W. And so the let grow project is where teachers tell the kids to go home and their homework is to do something on their own without their parents, preferably outside. And the reason we love this is because it's free, it's fast, and it changes the parents instantly because all the parents have lost an idea of like, when is it okay for my kid to like you say, you know, go outside or cross the street or go down the block or even go down the hall and, you know, knock on a neighbor's door or, or, or do anything by themselves, they could take. And so when they are sort of, their hand is sort of pushed and every, by the school and everybody is doing this, everybody is giving their kid some new independent experience. Right. They won't be looked it's down much on. much easier. It's yeah. No, it's so easy because yeah. you're in a group. I mean, it's yeah. not, you're the crazy parent anymore. It's everybody's doing it. That crazy What did you get to do? Not the craziest Canadian so um, <laughs> so we highly recommend that when you go on letgrow.org, you you know, you try to get your school to consider doing this project because it is so freeing and it is so great for the parents because they realize that this kid that they've been hovering over and they didn't know when they were allowed to let them do anything, because nobody lets kids do anything, they do, and they're they're just thrilled by their competent, blossoming, confident. Kid, and it really changes the whole community pretty instantly. And that, that's all. It's just, all right. it's just a great and, thing. And that what age can all. I
1: let my kid do this? Right outside? Seven? Can I send him out on his own? It's up to you. All right. That's Lenore, it. I, Randy. <laughs> Lenore Schinesi, thank you very much <laughs> thank for you doing so the much. podcast. Oh, thank you guys. Okay. Thanks for having me on. All right. That is it. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Thank you to our guest, Lenore Skenazy, Kaplan. Crazy skinazy. I learned a lot. I'm going to be a better parent. I, I, by not being involved, when I get home, great. Yeah, well, yeah. You've already been. I'm gonna doing get home. That. I'm gonna open the door and say, like you know when mice, when you let try to let them out of the house. Yes. Uh, they, before you call, the ex- I'm just gonna open up the door and say, kids, get the <laughs> fuck out. I'm <laughs> taking. I'm taking TV or You go outside. You're you're in charge. I'm Teddy. Taking my parenting up a notch. Take pancakes with you if you can. Go get lost. <laughs> yeah, go get lost. I have one thing to say though. My brother lives in suburban DC. He lives in Arlington, Virginia, and his kids. On their street, they have this the all the neighbors. They have these like block parties every few months. I'm, the kids all know each other. I'm there sometimes. The kids go outside of the house. They go run up and down I think the it's street. They yeah. I think they it's knock some, on. People's I think doors. some neighborhoods are more are better than others. Yeah. the parents are more vol- aware of this problem because, like I said, in Pennsylvania, it looks like a ghost town. It's yeah, like, there's no kids. There's no kids left. Well, well, oh, yeah, that's the rust belt. Got, yeah, the rust belt. Right. Right. <laughs> like, like, MAGov is gonna fix that. <laughs> all right, first news story of the week today comes from the Daily Mail. Kaplan. Back to the basics. Yang Yang Zhou and uh, uh, Tran Jiang. Shout outs to both. <laughs> are alleged to have sent a total of 1,500 fake iPhones to Apple, claiming the imports from Hong Kong were faulty in order to get real devices back and sell them online. Does that make sense? So, what I'm saying is, what happened is these two. Um, uh, I think they're Chinese citizens, but they live in Portland, Oregon. Yes, they are Chinese. Uh, they uh, had 1,500 fake iPhones, and they sent them into Apple to try to get a refund. They're like, "Oh, it's broken." Right. They claimed okay. it was like a real iPhone that was broken, and then they wanted a refund on it. So they made these fake iPhones. Like, I, no, I think they bought them for like a co- you know a, co- a fraction of the price. This is so so much because iPhones are actually made in China. There's a couple things that fake <laughs> iPhones. Yeah, a couple things. This reminds me of. One is when I first opened Mister Softy, our first day as a business in 2007 in Suzhou, China. We had these people come up to us with hundred RMB notes, like fifteen dollar bills, basically, and we're saying they would buy something for one dollar and then give us the hundred. It'd be like, "Oh, can I get change?" And they were giving us fake hundreds. Oh. So they would get a free ice cream home plus like fourteen bucks. And you would fall for it, but it's too good to be true. Why are they giving you hundred? Well, that's <laughs> it's not uncommon to be like this is all I have because uh, a hundred is only fifteen dollars. You know, right. it's not like a hundred dollar bill. What I'm saying is, it's it's a sneaky move, but it works, and that's what the, kind of what these guys are doing with the fake iPhones. I, and then also, it's, remember, have you ever heard of like those dumb kids in high school? Uh, I never heard of those dumb kids in high school. I didn't. They I would uh, return. They would steal stuff from uh, Home Depot and then return it. Oh, we didn't have that. Yeah, but we didn't. We weren't so shifty in Pennsylvania. Are I you fr- serious? I, Never I, heard of that scam? Or? Wait, wait. You steal stuff from Home Depot and then you return the st- or any store. You wouldn't even have to steal. it. Like they would just take it off the shelf. Uh huh at Home Depot and then be like, "Oh, I bought and then take it to the returns and be like, I bought this. I I love I forgot my receipt." But don't they have a thing where they run it through a scanner or something? They probably do now. Yeah. In the 90s they didn't have that. Everyone yeah. I like when, then when I went to college, there was kids who did that in Miami. Yeah. So I feel like this is a nation. And I had a I girlfriend think. who was like a klepto who like would steal things from like Macy's and stores like that. And yeah. then sometimes shout yeah, out. And I'm not going sure. <laughs> to And then she would return them though. Yeah. Or she would return things that were like gifts. Or something without any receipt or in what store, like she would make up some bullshit store. So, you're? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but these guys, I think they're, the iPhones seem like a hard thing to fake because it's like, nah, it's can't. very technical. They have them all over China. Like, they have fake i they have fake Apple stores. Yeah, but in China. America, going to a place in America and trying to shake, because it has to be like, maybe like an iPod or something. It's just like a one button. Well, it worked to the tune of $1 million. Oh, so they got the money. So, how did they get caught then? I think the one millionth and uh, Uh, one iPhone. They got greedy. Yeah, they got greedy. It's like that, you know, that Michael Avenatti guy. He was trying to shake down Nike. Yeah, I think if you're gonna come after these massive American companies, you might eventually you're gonna get fucked because they do have good security. They do have good lawyers. What was not the right places to be stealing? How is he trying to? What was he trying to shake them down for? I should have looked that up before oh, don't I put it up. Okay. Something to do with, yeah, I don't know. Next story yeah. of the week today. Well, uh, th- Next story of the week comes to us from, re- 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 how do you say it, Reuters? Reuters. Readers. It's Reuters. It's spelled Reuters. That'd be a tough word for, uh, I know, you know, when you have, like, a kid who's learning to read. Yeah. You don't re- give them Reuters. You really learn through their eyes what words make no sense yes. if you didn't know how to read. So this would be one I know Teddy would struggle That's with. That's like me. I'm learning to read. <laughs> You're learning to read. <laughs> to read. You're back to America. Texas civil ri- civil court judge accidentally resigns. Wow, he pulled a Costanza. He pulled a Costanza. He accident, but he did it on accident. (laughs) A newly elected judge in Houston accidentally resigned on Monday, according to local media and a county official, after he shared plans online to run for the state supreme court. Apparently unaware that in the state of Texas, in the Texas Constitution, can uh, if you plan to run for a state supreme court, that is considered an announcement and an automatic resignation. Wow. So it triggers your resignation just planning, just planning, just planning to do something. As long as you say it, I guess that would eliminate a lot of the people running for president now. If like just I, talking about running for president made you had to lose whatever job you had. Do you lose your job if you're like a uh, like when Obama was? He was a senator and then he decided to run for president. Does he lose his senator? No, you're still. And what happens? Isn't is that stupid? Yeah, because they never then ne- once they get into the campaign, they're never around for votes. They're not doing like, anything unless it's like a swing vote. And, and, and wasn't not- Obama a first-term senator? He was. So, so he really was only center senator for one year. Yeah. Or less. Yeah. And then he, I mean, technically he was a senator for two years, but the last year and a half, he's run for president. And that's why the country was such a mess, then Donald Trump the- had to fix it. <laughs> yeah. What are, you, God. what are you getting at here? What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> I have no point. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Well, if that's why they should. Yeah. That's, just calling it like I see it. So you're saying this judge, I mean, he should lose his job because he's not going to be able to focus. Exactly. On the I agree work in with Houston Houston. Texas. Yeah. Of judging people. Yeah. Well, he wants to be yeah. So good, uh, good on Texas. But what about the senator? What's his name? Uh, the guy who shot uh, JFK. <laughs> Wait, what? The senator from Texas. He wasn't Ted a se- Cruz. Oh, didn't <laughs> he shoot JFK? Was like, his dad. Oh, his dad. And his dad did not shoot JFK. Oh, I thought it was him. <laughs> he was not the- Right, he ran for president. Listen, was, I I pay attention to the deep this state. This is one of the dumbest news segments you've ever done. tell me. <laughs> the Ted Cruz there shot There was this JFK. pizza thing with Hillary, I don't know if you know about that. Yeah, 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 those two. Yes, Him and the Ted Cruz shot JFK. Ted Cruz is a senator right. and he ran for president, right. but he didn't lose his job. Right. Now we've had and he's some in Texas. Well, That's what some I'm people have given up their current jobs and it kind of backfired. or they say they're not Like we've had people who are up for re-election as a senator. And they say, well, to show I'm committed to being president, I'm not going to run for re-election as senator if I, you know, this is it. Yeah. And that's happened. They back, Sometimes it backfires. You lose any out out a job, and you just got to become a consultant and make it Yeah, go work at the mall. So I'm not going to announce, I, I, you know, the alt-middle needs candidates. People have been trying to get me to throw my hat in for lots of different things. You automatically lose your place I, on this pot. I don't want to lose. There's a policy, the ENTS contract that we signed with Icarum, He yes. wants us committed. Committed to, to, commit to this podcast. So you I don't, just re up for 100 more episodes. 100 more episodes. I'm on like a billion year contract with and <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice it. So, uh, blo- I cannot announce anything. I know we need good candidates. If you want to run for the alt middle on the alt middle line, come to us. It's and- not going to be we- us. Also, the problem with us running is there's uh, that equal time rule. Yeah. You know, now yeah. we have to start a podcast for our opponents. We, oh, we do. Just so they can have equal time. No, we're just going to give any candidates to support the letting kids, letting parents leave their kids alone in the park movement. Yeah, the Let Grow. We're also gonna... known as not really parenting. <laughs> that's our. Those to be our candidates. So that's that's our first posi- a new position. Last news story of the week comes to us from our old friends at the Shanghaiest, Kaplan. Our oldest friends, some say. U.S. pressuring Chinese company to sell. Grinder over national security concerns. I a lot for, of questions for some of our uh, our uh, less uh, savvy listeners. What's grinder? I do not know what grinder is. Oh come on! I've never heard the term. What's uh, What's Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> it's my favorite cowboy movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So grinder is a uh, one of them gay apps. One of them. It's the precursor it's for to Tinder. Men to meet men. It was the original Tinder, but what? it was for gay for gay people. Oh, so gays invented Tinder? Yeah. It was right. grinder was first. What did they even need it for? They've had special bars. They didn't even need to do that. <laughs> special bars? Gay <laughs> bars? You just go to a bar. You meet someone. It seems so easy. But you can do that. Straight people could do that. It's not as easy. It's Come not on. as easy as I mean, you it can't, sounds. It doesn't. Uh, Going to a, a straight bar, as you say, or just a bar. Oh, you yeah. know, walk. I call them straight <laughs> bars. You know, I remember years ago, I I, <laughs> went, I was once with some friends, and we brought them to a, a bar, sixes and eights, I remember, old New York City bar. That was the name of the bar? And we walked. it Wait, right, like you had to be a six or an eight? No, it's just the cool name of a bar. No and, below six, no above eight. I actually like that rule. Yeah. I, no, but, yeah, because most, you don't want to see I, I, super hot. You I don't somehow see found girls y- who are y- below y- a six, but anyway, yeah. neither here nor there. But uh, we walked in there one time, it was all men Sixers in like, just underwear. It was like a gay underwear party. Oh. And I came out and I said, to, there was a girl working the door and I was like, oh, is it every, it, when it, like, if we're back tomorrow night, is it like regular night? And she got all offended. Oh, you can't call it regular night. <laughs> but I wasn't the, the gay thing. I was just being, guys are in, all in cis. underwear. You, it, you have to call it cis night. Cis night, yeah. By so, the way, this whole cisgender thing, can I, for a minute? Yeah. Who would, whoever invented this, it's like use the term cis, like sissy. It's, it's like a sissy. It's insulting. It's yeah. like a sissy to yeah. explain a man. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah, it was probably- We get what you're trying oh, to say. Are you saying it was the Chinese? Because the Chinese- Wait, well, they didn't event grinder. They just- uh, They bought oh, yeah. it. Back to po- the story. Yeah, they bought it for- uh, Some comp- Some Chinese company bought it a couple years ago. I looked it up for $245 million, which doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah. I thought it would be more expensive to really, buy it. Because they were saying it's not worth a lot because it's bars. They got to my point. <laughs> exactly. They agreed with you. So they bought it for 245 mil. Now the U.S. government says not so fast. We want it back- and I have a theory. Why would they possibly want a gay dating site where men? I think it's grinders, mostly men. Uh, right. I don't think it's. It sounds uh, men. I don't it think it sounds it's like a manly fight site where there men, God. yeah, possibly closeted men, possibly United States politicians, closeted men mean? would create a profile and then put pictures of unsavory parts of their body <laughs> on there to try to attract other men, possibly our vice president. People, maybe not him, but Our people like it <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying. Slow down. Lawyers are cutting people. Me. <laughs> why would? Why else would the United States government want to buy this for hundreds of millions of dollars from a Chinese company? They want to get that information back so it doesn't get out to the general right. public. The Am Chinese, I wrong? The Chinese blackmail box you're saying is is this is helping the Chinese with blackmail material. It, they got dick pics, dick of, di- pics of, and- of Dick Cheney or whatever his name is. Mike Pence. <laughs> all right, let's not use any names. Our lawyers are <laughs> reprouting against that. Allegedly. Let's just say they've got important people's dick pics. Yeah. And what, and even just having a facial Ted pic. Ted Cruz. They may, may not all be dick pics. I don't, you know, they could be just body shots. They could be body shots. But one thing we know about high-profile men especially is they, they're not stupid enough to put dick pics on the internet. Andrew Weiner. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> are you being fra- so facetious? <laughs> so, they all so, are. So this is a good theory, because when you said when you put the story in, I had no idea what we you were getting at, like, why the government would want this. I don't have this dark That's line. That's the like only deal. reason why the government would want a gay dating app owned by a Chinese company. There's no other, that a lot of Americans are on. Am so I wrong? Maybe this is what Ickram needs to do to get the value up events. He's got to figure out a way to get some things in state, I mean, in state. You can't get dick pics, but he's got to figure out a way to get things that the government would not want. Yeah. Audio. Blackmailable stuff. Cause then the Chinese will buy it. And then the Americans will try to buy it back. That's <laughs> the, the key. long play. The long play. <laughs> you got to sell it to the Chinese first. We got to get your brother or someone in or the the government to put some state secrets on ends. Or the Russians. And then China buys it. And I, I don't know. I'm just, you need balling. audio of uh, two politicians. Yeah. They, need, they need some video. Oh yes. <laughs> If you are having an, <laughs> a, an illicit moment with somebody important who, who's clo- not closet, just who's someone who's, like, in a relationship with someone. No, wait, it wait, has wait. to be closet, or yeah. else there's no blackmail. Right. Ents. You got to ents it. You have to be closeted. Because it's really. It, closeted only. are right, only accepting closet officials. Right now, officials. Ents is in a place where that's not betraying anyone because no one's going to find out. But the goal <laughs> of Ents is that one day it reaches the point. Where it's going to... If yeah. enough of you sign up. Enough of you sign up. It can be used for very dangerous things. But Kaplan, that's, that's our goal. That's the podcast. We really got off the rails this week. Should we go? To, we got the live pod to get to. It's going to come out a week from today, I or was, you can just come tonight. Yeah, I'm saving my coherent news takes for the live pod. Sure. <laughs> that's it. Thank you to our guest, Kaplan. what should we do? Let's get lost. Get lost. Hey.